Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, December 14th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bulger. And we come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we'll be in the book of Isaiah. But before we get to that reading, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, so long ago you came into the world to be with us, and we know that you are with us still. And so it is our prayer that we would grow into the likeness of Christ and be prepared for when you come again. We ask it in the name of the Christ child. Amen. Amen. Our scripture today is Isaiah 35, verses 1 through 10. Listen for a word from God. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, Be strong, do not fear, here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears the death unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp, the grass shall become reeds and rushes. The highway shall be there, and it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fool, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come up on it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be brought upon their heads, and they shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sign shall flee away. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Brett, we've read a lot of Isaiah this Advent that tells of the coming of the Messiah, but what stands out to you about this passage? Um, I just couldn't help but almost giggle to myself where, you know, they're saying, say to those who are afraid, be strong, don't fear, here is your God. He will come with vengeance and (laughs) terrible, terrible recompense, Uh uh and he will come and save you. I just think that's just, you know, when I think of comforting words, it's very rarely what I offer to people. But (laughs) I think that there is, uh, when I look out at the pain in the world, when I look out at the injustices of the world when i look out and you know we are so globally connected and it's exhausting because we can see the pain of the world the touch of our fingertips at any moment and it's just overwhelming Mm -hmm. it just seems like it nothing will ever be good at times um and as we talked about a little bit on monday of the power of god 
and the justice of God and the judgment of God, uh, there is something comforting in my fearful and anxious heart to know that God can come and make it all and, and make it righteous um, and make yeah. the world good to redeem it. And that will come uh, in a refining way, uh, which is always difficult. Um, mm-hmm. And so... On, again, on the first reading of that, it, it makes me laugh. It's it's kind of funny. But then on a deeper level, it does move me uh, and does bring me comfort when I look out into the world. You know what I love about that idea of God will come with vengeance and recompense is that it presumes that the people to whom Isaiah is speaking with are deeply sinful. Hmm. Um, you know, when I think of judgment, I think of being faced with all of my failings, and it will be incredibly painful. But there are people for whom they have suffered and been oppressed for years, and I think judgment for them will be um, a relief yeah. in a lot of ways. Sure, they'll be accountable for their own sins, but you know that feeling of like, Maybe you've been treated unfairly or something terrible has happened to you. And to have someone else say, I saw it too, yeah. it's the greatest gift. Yep. Um, but I love that Isaiah, and of course he's a prophet, he's called to to put the people's sins before them. But, um, you know, it's never my job to think about what someone else's judgment might be. But when I think about it for myself, I think about my sins. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's an element of judgment that will be a relief for many. Yeah. Um, the thing that strikes me about this passage is how much of the vision of the kingdom is about bodies that work and bring joy. So I am like a typical, right, like person of my time and place, which is for many for many years when I thought about, you know, the kingdom, I thought about resurrection in terms of like minds or souls. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the Apostles' Creed is very clear that we believe in the resurrection of the body. And for me, you know, several months ago, I looked out on when we were saying that in the congregation, and there's a family who has these beloved children who have very severe physical disabilities. And I thought, what a joy it might be for them one day to like run. Like, I love to run. Mm -hmm. And I love... I love going to the gym and seeing what my body can do. And there are people for whom the body is nothing but pain. And I love hearing about the lame who will leap and the speechless who will speak with joy. Um, So I'm really struck very much by how, you know, God created these bodies. That means it has to be good. Mm -hmm. And the restoration of the good creation will be a joy for so many. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, And on that same note, right, of, of when we look out and we say that line that there are many whose bodies are failing them after many years of work, right? Yes. And to know that uh, the chronic pain, uh, that there will be a relief and a restoration uh, is is something that is of great joy. Uh, that, that, our, that when the Savior comes, when we're remade, it's not just the sins that uh of our of our minds and our psyche and our souls uh but it's our bodies that god cares about which is such an integral part of our life yeah and i I, another thing that kind of brought it home for me too is i found a picture of myself sitting in my grandfather's lap and i would give almost anything to sit in his lap again Mm -hmm. bodies allow us to have these incredible sensations right of closeness 
Um, and I don't know. I, I'm not willing to give up on the body, I guess. Um, and that's that's a growing edge of faith for me, I think. To end this uh, podcast, we're going to end with John Newton, who wrote the hymn Amazing Grace. He says, Although my memory's fading, I remember two things very clearly. I am a great sinner, and Christ is a great Savior. Mm. Amen. Friends, we hope you'll join us again on Friday. Thanks for joining us today. And now, as you go, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, both now and in the life everlasting. Amen. Amen.